Welcome to Mama T with Facts and Tea. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, and I am going to give you the facts and the tea of what's going on in the crazy world that we live in today. As always, I always start with government. So today we're going to talk about President Biden, and he talks about what steps that we are going to take as the United States to help Ukraine. If you guys don't know, Ukraine and Russia are in a feud right now. Russia is trying to take over Ukraine, and um, the U.S. and our allies are trying to defuse the problem. So first things first, Biden is sending... 8,500 troops to nearby regions by Ukraine, just in case we have to go to war with Russia. Um, In those troops, there are going to be ground units and aviation. Um, It's also calling for Russia to basically defuse the situation. Um, They keep having talks back and forth. But it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. It just seems like it's getting worse. So we're just gonna I'm just gonna keep an eye out on that. It's been going on and on for a couple months now. So and our government asks for all of our ambassadors that's in Ukraine to come back to the United States just in case we do have to go to war with Russia. So Omicron, Omicron, you guys. I know you guys are tired of hearing about COVID, but we are still in a pandemic. But I have good news for you guys. So it shows that within a week, um, nationwide, the cases have went down 10%. So I guess we are doing good things the right way. People are still wearing a mask. People are still getting their booster shots. Some people are still getting their new vaccine to being vaccinated. Um, people are washing their hands, but there are still people in the hospital. And they said majority, they said 90% of the people that's in the hospital in the ICU that are dying from the Omicron and from COVID period are people that's not vaccinated. So if you don't want to get vaccinated, please wear your mask when you're around other people. Please wash your hands. Um, leave your shoes at the door. Don't try to walk around the house with your shoes because it travels. Just try to wipe down your counters, clean with bleach, Lysol. Try to clean and keep yourself as cleanliness and as aware of your surroundings and who you're around and wear your mask. Also, um, you can also get the night. N95 mask at um, some of your healthcare providers, some at the, I believe they're giving away at Walgreens, CVS, if they have them in. Some of them do, some of them don't. So just call your local stores and just see if they have those available and they are free. You don't have to pay for them. If you haven't signed up on the government website um, to get your COVID test, you can do that as well. You'll receive two COVID tests per household. Um, So go ahead and do that as well. So I have sad news for you guys. There's have been a lot of police shootings lately um, that's been in the news. That's been very sad. Most recent one that's been on the headlines is the two police officers that were killed in a domestic violence call in New York City. So the two officers were Officer Jason Riviera, 
he was 22, and Officer Wilbert Mora, who was 27. They were just responding to a domestic violence case, and the suspect um, came out shooting and killed both of them. Um, killed uh, Officer Rivera on, on site, and Mora tried to survive, but he ended up succumbing to his wounds at the hospital, and he passed away as well. Um, both of their, um, well, Riviera funeral was this week. Um, Morris funeral is going to be next week. Just keep their family in your prayers. Cause that's one thing as being, um, a member of someone that is part of the police off uh, police department, you don't want to get that phone call saying that they have been killed in duty. So just keep their families in your prayers. Cause they did have wives and fam, um, family members and, you know, they were a son or a husband to someone. And it's very sad that that even happened by that happening though, the New York governor, I mean, New York mayor is cracking down on illegal guns that is arising in New York. So they're going to be pitting out um, police officers that's in uh, unmarked uniforms. Um, they're going to be trying to get these illegal guns that's on the streets, off the streets. Hopefully that the, the plants that they have help help that community and it doesn't just make it worse. Also, there was a... There were three officers that were shot in Houston as well. All three did survive, thank God. But that shootout that was caught on camera was crazy. Like the police was chasing the suspect. The suspect hit a fence. Then he opened up his door and he started aiming fire at the police officers. It didn't end there. He ran off from that car, hijacked another car, hopped in that car, ran off and hid in someone's house, held them hostage for a while and shot out the shot out shot at the police. And that's how the three police officers got shot at the second location, not the first one. And um, the suspect was taken down and he's in custody. And those three police officers are fine. They did have wounds. Two of them are at home. The other one is, is not in critical condition, but he's still healing at the hospital. And we're going to talk about a bridge that collapsed in Pittsburgh. So the good thing about this situation is there was a, basically a snowed in noti notification to everyone that there's going to be a lot of snow. Please stay in. The schools, they were still trying to see if they're going to be uh, virtual or have the, the kids come into school. But around the time that the bridge did collapse, should have been around where there's like high traffic. But since there was a snowed-in day, it wasn't that much high traffic. No one was um, killed. There were 10 people that were injured. Luckily, everybody got out alive. If you see the bridge, it looks horrible. It was basically broken three pieces. And that's why we need the government to hurry up and give this money out so people can get bridges fixed and these roads fixed so people don't get injured or killed. Then we have the case of Abad Aubrey. The three men that killed him are back in the news again because... Yeah, they did get charged with the federal um, charges by the feds, but 
um, Ahmad Aubrey mom wants them to serve their time in the state prison because when you go to federal jail, it's more a nicer facility and you have more privileges when you work. I mean, when you go to jail there, but if you go to the state jail, that's more harsh time. So the judge did um, grant Ahmad Aubrey's mom's wishes and the three men are going to be serving their time in the state pen, not the feds. So I know I've been talking about the Congress having a committee about January 6th. Every time I turn on the news, it's something new. So Bill Maher has spoken to the Congress and he stated that um, there was no discrepancies for the voting machines. There is nothing wrong that went wrong with the election um, in regards to Biden and Trump running for president. And he basically stated that he told Trump that and there's no, and he told him that there was no way that he was going to win because he lost. And Congress been doing a, a thorough investigation and found out that there are 14 people who were faking to be electors for the vote to basically officiate President Biden to be president. But they have printed out these documents stating that um, President Biden did win and Trump won. And that's why they were going to have the protesters or you call them the, the home terrorists to switch out the papers for the electors uh, votes so it, it will look like Trump won and Biden didn't but thank God they didn't get away from away with trying to cause a coup in our government so the house of the house of um the house of the Congress is going to run uh, charges against these, these people, the 14 people that they have on record and they have their signatures on these papers. So they're going to be brought up in basically probably go to jail. Then we're going to stay sticking with talking about our government some more. Um, Stephen uh, Breyer is one of the um, judges that's on the Supreme court and he's going to, going to retire. So since he's going to retire, that means that President Biden gets to nominate someone to go into the Supreme Court. President Biden also stated that he is glad that he is going to be able to nominate someone and he's going to nominate a black woman to be in the Supreme Court. And this is going to be the first time this has ever happened. This is going to be history making. And I can't wait to see who he's going to choose. And he said he, he's going to make his choice before the end of February. So we're going to just stick around and see who's going to he, who he's going to choose. And hopefully uh, the Senate and the House can come together and pass her through and she can become the first black woman to be on the board of the Supreme Court. Can't wait to see who will be chosen and when that's going to happen. So there is sad news. Um, the former Miss USA attorney, Chelsea Christie, she dies at the age of 30 by suicide. Um, New York is still doing the investigation. Her family is asking for privacy at this time. Um, it is stated that 
She did have mental health issues in the past, and um, she has been working with working through them for years. And it's just sad that she has succumbed to her mental mental illness. And all I have to say on that is that just check on your friends and your family, especially the ones that's at home by themselves that don't have a significant other, that don't have like, you know, roommates or don't even have friends that live in the same town as them. And so just check on them and make sure that they're doing okay. And if you feel like you're having any kind of suicidal thoughts or know someone that is dealing with that, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Pass that number along. Use it if you feel like you're having any issues. And if If you feel like you're having any kind of mental health issues, depression, anxiety, or anything, seek help and get counseling. Talk to your your primary physician. Just please, please get help. There are a lot of resources out there that, that are free that you can ask for help. Okay, so then we're trying to get more guns off of the streets. Um, The plan is to get unregistered and untraced guns off the streets. And that's for all the states because coming to do more research, there has been noted that there are more people that are able to get unregistered and untraced guns off of um, buying pieces off of the Internet which is causing more people to um, cause crime in in cities and just willy-nilly killing people just because they haven't beef for certain people or they don't like someone. And this is a sad thing. So the one thing that is come that's coming good out of this is that if you live in um, the city of San, Ho- San Jose in California, they are the first to pass a law requiring gun owners to get liability insurance. So if you if they shoot someone by accident, um, you'll have liability. Like if you like when you have car insurance. So now they're requiring you to have insurance if you are a um, gun owner. So hopefully other cities will pick this up. Other states will pick this up and it'll cause more people to to really think twice about shooting someone because, you know, you don't want to have to um, pay out of pocket, you know, or go to jail for killing someone. So I don't know if you guys heard um, about the case about the high school kid um, that was uh, found in a a wrestling mat and he was found dead and this case been going on since 2013 um they keep saying that basically it was an accident he was trying to find a shoe that's how he got in the mat and everything but his family still feels like there was there was something suspicious that happened that day that doesn't pertain to an accident um, that city, Coronado, um, they keep, I mean, Colorado, not Coronado, Colorado, they keep open and closing the case. I don't believe that they're going to, um, solve this because the people that are involved, their story keeps changing. Um, the people that are involved and, uh, 
the suspects keep changing and I don't believe that they're probably going to get the answers that they want. The family isn't. Um, it's a sad situation. It's like, it's just back and forth. It's like, did, was it an accident? Wasn't it an accident? Was he pit in the mat? Was he killed before, before he, he was found in the mat? It's just a lot of different, a lot of different um, scenarios that people says that happened to um, to um, the student Johnson. Just going to keep his family in our prayers because it's just sad to know that your child is dead and you have no clue what happened or if it was an accident or who killed them, it's a sad situation. So also, Orange County, y'all, Orange County, here we go. Orange County High School, it was a basketball player. He was on the, black, the only black um, student playing on the basketball team and the opposing team, that's which was Orange County High School, they were yelling out racial slurs to him, basically telling him he needed to be chained up, um, calling him a monkey. Um, and they still continue playing the game. Nobody called for the other players to be benched or be suspended or anything. Um, but once the video was released, now they're saying that, oh, the, the student that was saying those racial slurs are going to be suspended for a couple games. Um I just feel like it should have been handled at that time um, just because you're pinned on a spotlight because a video was released does not make it even um, any better that no one took the initiative to act at the time that that situation was happening. Um, this student's parents is very upset because they weren't there at the game. I don't believe they were there. And to see someone taunting your child with racial slurs just because they're playing a basketball game that's at high at a high school where there should have been other teachers or principals or authorities to shut down this other player that was doing racial slurs and they didn't do those things is very it's very disappointing. So I'll keep you guys updated to tell you if there's anything else that comes between that. So my last story is um, it was very hard for me to to do this last story. Um, I didn't watch the video. So I'm talking about the Tennessee man named um, Landon Estep. He was um, shot and killed by nine police officers. Um, if you guys have seen the video, um, it's very hard to watch. I did not watch it because I don't want to be traumatized anymore of seeing more black men or black people being killed by the police. Um, it did show that they were trying to talk him down for 20 minutes, but you could tell by what he was saying back to the police, you could tell he was having a mental breakdown. Um, they should have called someone that can deal with mental, mental illness other than trying to deal with, deal with it themselves when they're not trained in that field. Um, they talked to him for 20 minutes before they uh, shot him down. So, and he, and they say he had a box cutter and he was 20 feet away from the police. So it wasn't like he can do any harm to them because he was 20 feet away from them. Um, it just shows that we need other resources than the, just the police to come out when somebody is having a mental breakdown. Going through this pandemic, it's already hard because a lot of people are isolated. A lot of people can't get the resources that they need because a lot of people have lost their jobs. 
So if you lose your job, you lose your insurance. And a lot of insurance people uh, require, um, not requires, but they have, uh, you go to, you know, your primary health care provider, your counselor, you know, so it's just, it's just hard to see that they didn't take the steps to actually get this man some help. They just, because once you kill somebody, there's no way to, to bring them back. And they always say, oh, we have these videos so we can do training to make sure the next time this doesn't happen. But this is happening too much to where it's just like, are you guys really using the videos for training? You know, because at this point, it just seems like, okay, if they can't de-escalate the issue, if it just seems like a hard issue to do, let's just shoot and kill them. So, it's just hard to talk about things like this, but it happens. And this happened in uh, Tennessee, if I didn't stay with where it happened at, but it's it happened in Tennessee. And we have to do better as a community. Um, we have to do better and to get more help for our people that have mental health issues and not just brush it underneath the rug because there are too many resources now for us to get help for each other. There are too many um, resources now for the police to call for help. There's no reason for you can just shoot and kill somebody because you don't understand what they're saying because you think that they're reaching for something out of their pocket. So at this point, it's just, I feel like when things like this happen, they should have a therapist on speed out. They should have a mental health uh, hotline on speed out. Somebody to come de-escalate the issue. Because that's what the police are supposed to be there for is, is to de-escalate. But the more and more you see these videos, you don't see de-escalation. You see them escalated. So we're just going to keep his family in our prayers because you can have a mental breakdown in any, any day. And you don't want this to happen to anybody that you know. You don't want this to happen to yourself or to any of your family members or friends. So we have to just try to figure out a way to make the police change their ways for them to get more resources when it comes to mental health and dealing with people with mental health. So you guys, that's it for right now. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to reach out to me, I'm on all social medias. Mama T with Facts and T. If you want me to research anything and pertain it to any kind of news or facts, you can reach me at Mama T with Facts and T at gmail.com. And I see you guys. Well, yeah, I see you guys on Thursday for a true crime story. So hope you guys like this episode. God bless. Peace out.